There are some questions it's never useful to ask a psychic, but there's one big one that you really don't want to know. Hi, I'm Corby Mitleid, and this is the Psychic Yellow Brick Road. The world is changing, and life doesn't have the spark it used to. So we look around and ask, where do I need to go to catch the magic again? You've found it. Welcome to the Psychic Yellow Brick Road, a weekly podcast that delves into the intuitive world, metaphysics, life purpose, and how to connect with the compassion of spirituality. I'm Corby Mitleid, and I've been on the Psychic Yellow Brick Road for 50 years. I'm a certified tarot master, past life specialist, psychic medium, channel, and author. And most importantly, I'm an elder in the field, ready to pass on everything I've discovered to you. So let's hit that Psychic Yellow Brick Road where you can find the real wizards and avoid the flying monkeys. I received an email last week that, frankly, set off one of my hot buttons. And the person said, recently I attended an expo, and the first day I was there, I had a reading done by a psychic. My former medium had retired, and I always asked her about family gatherings. It was understood that family gatherings were funerals, but I was never told who or what or where or when, just that there would be none, one, two, whatever in the next couple of years, and not necessarily family even. This psychic was very specific, though, about my mother and mother-in-law. I know that you don't feel this is right because of legalities and local laws, but my question is, I can understand this. In a public reading, maybe, but in a private reading, can I be told if I ask about family gatherings in general? Folks, this situation is one of the trickiest areas of psychic reading that I can think of. And I'm going to tell you right off, there are psychics who absolutely believe that if they see your death, they must give you the details whether you want them or not, especially if it's in a possible accident situation. I am not one of them. Seeing people's future demises is not part of my toolbox, and it's the ironclad deal that I have with my own guides. Not going to go there. First and foremost, yes, in some places it is literally illegal to predict death, even indirectly. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania has a 60-year-old ordinance saying it is illegal to, quote, tell fortunes, predict a death, or offer to cure a curse for money, end quote. And a few summers ago, someone in the Philadelphia Police Department dug up this dusty and outdated law, and within about five days, there was a sweep of every reader, metaphysical teacher, and New Age store in the city. The offenders were told that if they were caught doing business after the warning they received that day, they'd be thrown in jail, every one of them. Yes, that was a bigoted, threatening show of force by the police just because they could do it. And the law, or at least the upholding of it, was overturned by the courts a few days later. But the threat is still on the books. And it's not the only place where intuitives can be harassed and arrested for little or no reason. So that's the legal question. But what about places where it's not technically against the law? Is it proper practice? There are some differing views on it, but I'll give you mine. And yes, it's a very strong opinion. When we plan our lives in our pre-birth planning session in the halls of the Akashic, we plan on several different exit strategies. 
Our higher self sets things up so that we have multiple exit points from which to choose during our sojourn on Earth. Example, one person's life may have four possible exits built in, dying at six from an uncontrolled high fever, dying at 27 from a car accident, dying at 43 from falling out a window, or dying at 78 from prostate cancer. Note that there is no guarantee that any one of these exit points is inevitable, except for the last one, if the higher self has determined that a 78-year lifespan is enough for that incarnation. But thoughts are things. If a psychic, especially one you trust, tells you that they see your mother dying, if you're like most people, you'll dwell on it. If your mother gets sick or has an accident, you will literally be waiting for her to die because that's what someone saw. And if your mother finds out what the psychic saw, no matter how careful you are, someone's likely to spill the beans, that can drastically change her own outlook on her recovery, on how everyone treats her, on her decisions about her medical protocol. It affects everything right down the line. And it might be enough to send your mom out that exit door when it didn't really have to happen. At the beginning of my full-time career, a psychic at a show I did in Liverpool, New York, sat with a man who had half his jaw removed from cancer. His wife sat with him because he could no longer speak. The psychic threw down some cards, looked at him, looked at the man's wife, and callously said, seven months, that's all he's got. How horrible. It took me my mediumship teacher, and the promoter of the fair, a full evening to do damage control. Same thing with disease reports. A week before my wedding, I was introduced to a high-profile, well-known psychic who was on the same show circuit that I am. He shook my hand and immediately intoned, oh, stomach cancer within two years, and you'll have a terrible time getting rid of it. That was a double-barreled mistake. It put in my mind a disease I'd never contemplated having. It came from someone who has an international reputation and has read celebrities the whole bit. And it was the last thing I needed to hear seven days before one of the most important events of my life. It took me some work to clear that energy, even with my being a psychic who knows all about change your thoughts, change your destiny. What about people who don't know how to deal with such frightening predictions? Doom and gloom prophecies, dreadful curses, they all work the same way. If you believe them, If you let them get under your skin, you've done all the work for the one who said those things to you and disaster almost always results. Now, this person said that they would only want to know about deaths in general, not specific ones. Ask yourself honestly, what payoff do you get for even asking such a question and walking around with such knowledge? I would tell you only this. There is no true need to know. We're all going to die. Eventually, every one of your family members will be the star of a family gathering. So use every day wisely. Make sure that every time you spend time with someone you love, everything gets said so there are no regrets. Get wills written, funerals planned, vacations taken, pictures snapped. Go live. Live like tomorrow is your personal family gathering day. And when those transitions come, as they will, it will be at the perfect time. You may grieve for and miss those who have gone on, but you won't have wasted a single moment anticipating the event while they are still with you. 
I've been guiding friends and clients since 1973. I love showing you opportunities and how to grab them, where the tough stuff is and how to get through it, and handing you your toolbox through tarot and oracle cards, past life exploration, spirit guides and angelic conferences, and mediumship. My website, corbymitlai.com, is full of articles, blogs, where to find me for live appearances, and where to listen to me as I guest on other podcasts. There's a full menu of readings, from short burning questions all the way up to the jewel in the crown, my soul plan readings, which are based on the work I did with Robert Schwartz. Whether it's general questions about your life in practical terms, romance readings, business consultations, discovering your sentence of passion, or digging into that single challenge that has run through your life, you can find the appointment that's right for you. You know, your opinion matters a lot. So if you enjoy this, take a few minutes to leave a review. Word of mouth is key with podcasts, so share it with others. And if you really want to help make the magic happen, go find me at patreon.com. There's a tier called I Believe in You. And for just a couple of dollars a month, you can be an official roadie and help all the things I do. The podcast, the books, the classes, the videos keep on coming. This has been Corby Mitlide. And until next time, keep those ruby slippers polished and I'll meet you on the Psychic Yellow Brick Road.